Shalom, shalom, family. This is Tushi Laba coming to you again with another episode of Talitha Kumi. Praise Yahuwah for another day. Hallelujah for another week coming to an end. I pray that your prep day is going well and that you have um, given Yahuwah your all this week and that you have something to present to him on tomorrow because that is our goal. We are to meet him in Shalom every day, every week. And the ultimate goal is to meet him at the end. And he said, well done. Praise Yahushua. Hallelujah. So I want to apologize for my last episode ending a little abruptly. It was very abrupt. I was trying to get out of the door to catch a flight. As you you saw in the write-up, I was traveling last week, but I still wanted to record and and post something for last week's session. And so that just speaks to me just being dedicated to what Yahuwah has placed in my hands. And so I just apologize for the abruptness of the ending. Pray that you still were able to glean something from it. Hallelujah. Um, Without further ado, I want to give honor to Yahusha. And I also want to honor him um, by honoring my leaders, Malik Musha, Malik Yahusha, Makakayo, Makayada, and my mother, Hagabira, Malaka Deborah. I'm thankful for you all, and I'm grateful for the blessing that I have in you and the levels of authority that you have, um, and that Yahuwah has blessed me to be submitted to. Hallelujah. And I, I honor you all by honoring Yahushua to the glory of our Saba Yahuwah Aloha. He is the Most High. He is the Ancient of Days. He is, he is the Creator of all. And I'm just thankful to be numbered in His family. Hallelujah. So we're going to get into this lesson today. I'm excited to kind of like tidy up some things. There's been some things on my heart, and I know we've been going pretty long on this comparison um, series, but it was just kind of like flooding flooding me with things, and even some things that I was challenged with this week, and even a little last week, I am going to address and kind of pick up where we left off a week or two ago. Hallelujah. Now, so what we want to do is, um, you know, I like reading the scripture that we are coming from on this podcast a lot, just to make sure that it's ingrained in your Ruach, to help you to remember that this is the ultimate goal of Yahushua, and that is to bring his daughters back to a place of liveliness. So I'm going to read from our favorite scripture, that is Mark chapter 5, and I think I will start verse 35 yeah let's start at verse 35 and go through 42 um, might as well finish um, up with 43 as well hallelujah as he was speaking they came from the ruler of the congregation saying your daughter is dead why trouble the teacher any further but having heard the word that was spoken Yahushua said to the ruler of the congregation Do not be afraid, only believe. And he allowed no one to follow him except Kephah, Yaakov, and Yochanan, the brother of Yaakov. 
So they came to the house of the ruler of the congregation and saw a commotion and much weeping and lamenting. And coming in, he said to them, Why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, or the child has not died, but is sleeping. And they were laughing at him. And when he had put them all out, he took the father and the mother of the child, and those who were with him, and went in where the child was lying. And taking the child by the hand, he said to her, Talitha Kumi, which is, the trans which is translated, Little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl rose up and was walking, for she was 12 years old, and they were completely astonished. And so verse 30, 43 says, But he ordered them many times that no one should know it, and that she should be given uh, food to eat. Hallelujah. So that's the reading of that, that scripture. I just want you to remember that that is Yahusha's will for you. It's for him to take you by your hand and call you forth to bring you back to a place of liveliness, a place of complete functionality, a place of wholeness. Now we, we in America, we grew up in such a deranged age and dispensation of time that we don't know what wholeness is we have no idea what wholeness is you could have grown up in a two-parent family home and they could have been um they could have been you know middle class and you really didn't have a lack for anything everything could have been perfect in your life as far as the american dream speaks but one thing I know, if you are black, if you are a black American, you do not know what wholeness is. Because Yahuwah's perfect will for us is that we not be in a land um, serving an allure that is not him. He is our allure. He is our most high. He is the most high all. And it is his desire for us to serve him in a land free in order to in order to worship him, in order to serve him the way that he desires to be served. So prayerfully, prayerfully, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, don't turn a deaf ear because you quite possibly had a perfect upbringing. Um, Yahuwah desires to bring wholeness to you as well. Hallelujah. So today we are going to continue the ill will series. We've been talking about the truth, uh, the truth about comparisons. And so this will be the sixth session concerning that. And just to review, we've been talking about, we started out talking about various traits that a daughter has when she um, grew up without a father, or possibly she had a father and he fathered her the way that he was fathered or he fathered her the way that he knew to father her but of course like I just said in this age our fathers probably did not know how to father us and so it's no slight to them and it's no disrespect to their honor but this is in um, a desire to bring the daughters to a place of complete wholeness as I've spoken before so 
one of the characteristics that I spoke about is that it causes the daughter to move in an insecure way not not being secure in her her actions or her desire to move forward in life or desire to do a thing um, just pop, just being insecure within her soul um, and then it causes you also to compare yourself to other sisters to make quite possibly a, another brother or like I've said before someone you may not even know it could you could have compared yourself to a person who's in the limelight and you think that that person has it all together not knowing what they are going through in the background in their own very personal lives and so ultimately it causes it causes the, the daughter to operate from a box and so we spoke about putting yourself in a box comparing yourself to your own standard i called it a false standard because yahusha is the standard that we should be comparing ourselves to he is the ultimate goal as to what we are to be aspiring to and so when we compare ourselves to this false standard it boxes us into a place where we are not able to mature we're not able to get to that place um, of fully functioning by the Ruach HaKodesh um, some may still call him the Holy Spirit but in Hebrew it is the Ruach HaKodesh Ruach meaning spirit Ha meaning the Kodesh meaning set apart so you're really saying Ruach the set apart or the set apart spirit so um, you know you box yourself in a place where you're not able to allow the Ruach HaKodesh to flow through you and that is our ultimate goal Yahushua said it when he left I'm going to send you a helper a comforter he's going to teach you the things that you need to know he's going to bring all things to your remembrance and he's going to um, basically lead you he empowers you to do the thing that Yahushua commissioned to you to do cast out demons lay hands on the sick and they will recover he also gave you the power to raise people from the dead so in order to get to that place of functioning completely and whole we have to deal with these things that are underlining in our soul these things that are keeping us in a low level frequency as we spoke about a few weeks ago so box yourself in this false standard it and one of the things that happens is it kills the desire to press past a specific place. It makes you complacent. It doesn't even it doesn't even allow you to really desire to move because you become so complacent. So this false standard comes with the ruach of complacency and uh, 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 basically a, a ruach of stagnation and in the, in the, to the point of you not even desiring to do something different it may come as a thought but that stagnation that complacency crushes that thought before it can even live someone may plant a seed in you saying oh i see you doing this but before you can get home to germinate that seed it's been destroyed because of this this box that you placed yourself in it also um makes you so satisfied that you um don't even allow yourself to daydream. Don't even allow yourself to see yourself in the Ruach moving in a place. Because Yahuwah gave us um, the, the ability to have an imagination 
to bring things into fruition. He gave us that for it to be used in a Kodesh way, a set-apart way, not, not a way that's perverted, not a way that is unclean, but he gave us imagination so that we can bring things out of our mind into the physical realm and make it manifest. So you don't even allow yourself to see yourself doing a thing because you don't want to feel that challenge of having to meet it. You don't want to. You don't want to even um, think of coming up to that standard because you are locked away. Throw away the key in this box that you've created for yourself. I'm here to encourage you to bust out of that box. I'm here to encourage you to break out of that box. If you have to go and do something that you've always wanted to do or if you have to go and do something that you've been afraid to do um, all your life, go do it. Like I'll, I'll use the example of me loving the sport of basketball. I would watch all kinds of basketball games. I was even a manager in high school. I would travel with the basketball team, taking stats and doing different things, helping the team practice, all the things above, all, all the things. But in my mind, I had boxed myself to not be able to play basketball. I had boxed myself to not be able to hit the box and make a layup. Um, and I used to have this cadence of saying, I can't even hit the box and make a layup. It's because I may have missed a few shots when I was practicing with the team a few times. Or maybe in PE class, I don't know when. But in my mind, I had boxed myself to say, you can't play this sport. But praise Yahuwah, I've been trying to play. I'm not uh, I'm not in the WNBA out here. But I get out and I get my cardio and I run up and down the court and I try to hit the box. Sometimes I hit the layup and sometimes I don't. But I'm but my meditation and what I'm speaking on the inside of myself is that I can make this layup. I can make this jump shot. I can catch a pass, throw it up and hit the basket. I can do all these things. I may not do it every single time, but I am capable of doing this. So you have to press yourself out of the box that you've created for yourself. Hallelujah. I hope you enjoyed my analogy. Praise you. It's a true story. So complacency not only hinders your growth and maturity, but it also hinders the maturity and the, and the, the coming forth of those who you have been assigned to. Yahuwah can't flow through you to reach those who your testimony will reach or your anointing will reach because you are fearful of getting out of that box. And it may not be that you have an actual ministry that you are to flow in, um, in like say a service or what have you. It could be a gifting that he's giving you. It could be that you're through thub or good with numbers. You're able to do quick math math it could be that you're great in writing it could be that you're great in singing you you can might be able to produce music make music whatever it is that um you know fill in the blank on whatever you who is giving you because he's giving you a set of gifts and you know he he desires to pull those giftings out of you at specific seasons and times of your life and some things that you have you have no idea that you have now I have to be honest 
I just took up the um, habit or I'll say something that I just like to do now I, I won't necessarily call it a habit it's basically like a what do I call um, self-care for me I like making music now I like creating beats I like creating music I would have never thought 10 years ago five years ago a year ago that I would have desired to create music um, because I love music I like to create music that I like to actually meditate to and to just listen but what if I had not done it the first time what if I had just like oh, no I can't do that and shrugged it off I would have never been where I am today and that's not to say that I'm somebody big out here but my point is that if you don't take the first step to at least try you don't you won't know if you're like if you like it you won't know if you can do it and you will be operating from a place of um, stagnation but also it will be it will cause you to become bitter it will cause you to become bitter and then it will also look it cause you to look at people who are courageous who are stepping out and doing things that they've never done before who are using courage to go out there and try things and see if they like it it'll cause you to become envious to those people because you'll see a tenacious side of them or a tenacity that they're moving in and you will envy it it's basically like i spoke about a few weeks ago you envying their frequency or you envying their their passion or their drive when you too yourself can have a similar drive or passion so we have to break out of this box for ourselves we have to break out of it we you know even if you gotta in prayer one day physically actually act out break it out of a box so that you can have it in your mind and you can come back to it every time you feel like you want to tuck yourself away in one of the corners of that box you have to see yourself crawling out of that box opening up the lid coming down on the other side and walking away from it I speak that when I say that I say that to myself as well I, I speak it passionately to myself as well we all have to work on not boxing ourselves in so hallelujah I pray that that has been dude I'm going to give you the bomb and that's basically like the other half of this this session I'm trying not to go as long as I have been going because I know everyone's life is busy so the bomb this week is, I'm just going to read a few things that I've jotted down. One way to break out of this, this box is to fashion your heart to the will of your will. You're going to fashion your heart. You're going to make and mold your heart to the will and the desire of Yahuwah for your life. And so that's, that's ultimately looking at Yahusha as the standard because he is the will. He he is who we are to be duplicated in, in the earth. He is who we are to be aspiring to be in the earth. And you may see him in those whom Yahuwah has given you to lead you. You may see him in uh, your moray. You may see him in your pastor. You may see him in a mentor. You may see him operating. And what I mean by see him, you see the living word walking in this person. 
you see Yahusha himself in this person because he is mirroring or she is mirroring the, the Basura, the Bible. He's mirroring the word. He is the word in flesh. She is the word in flesh. And not saying that they are Mashiach, just saying that they are themselves mirroring Yahusha. And you can see them operating in the anointing and the, and the spirit of Yahusha Hamashiach, which some may still call him Jesus, but he is Yahusha. His name is Yahusha. Hallelujah. So the other other way, what I also want to say is you have to die to the fear of doing something new. You actually have to tell yourself you will die to this. You are dying to this. I die to being fearful. And I can remember when I was dying to something, dying to the fear of something. I remember being in prayer and being curled up in the fetal position because it was so foreign to me what Yahuwah was lead was pressing me out to do. It was so foreign to me because I was so fearful of doing it. I remember being in the fetal position, laying on the floor, just telling him, I am dying right now. I am dying to my flesh. I am dying to this fear. And I'm going to move and press past this thing because I have to. I cannot stay in this box. And I pray that you get the passion that I'm speaking to you in. You have to get out of the box. Okay. Press into what Yahuwah yet what Yahuwah has given you an inclination for. So you may have a, a desire or um, uh, a love for a specific thing. Whatever you have that love for, whatever you have an inclination for, look at whatever he has given you an inclination to. What, what do you like? What do you have a passion for? Whose plight pulls on your heartstrings? So look at that. Really like take some time and explore that. What is Yahuwah um, calling you to? What problem is he calling you to answer? And um, really delve into that with prayer. Like really pray around. What can I do? What are you calling me to do? What are you asking me to do? Like water that thing in prayer. I, I like to use that phrase of watering it. Because when you think about a plant, you have to water it over and over and over. So water it in prayer. And, and see yourself doing whatever Yahuwah gives you uh, the idea of doing. Actually sit and meditate and see yourself doing it. See yourself doing it so well that it blesses someone. See yourself speaking so uh, clearly that it is an anointing and that he is able to flow through your words and the hearer is able to hear him speaking through you. Whatever the words are, whatever he has commissioned you to do, or whatever you realize that he has commissioned you to do, ask him to reveal it to you. Hallelujah. Now I have a few scriptures that I want to just kind of give you to go along with that. This is your bomb. First Corinthians 14 and 12, it talks about being ardent for spiritual gifts, having a passion for spiritual gifts, looking for them, looking to excel in them, that it may bless your body where you congregate, your assembly, your tribe, um, wherever you are holding religious um, 
observance at it may be in your home look for spiritual gifts be be desiring them prophecy interpretation of tongues a word of wisdom word of knowledge laying on hands for folks to be healed all these different things you can go back into the scripture and see those gifts and all of the gifts that Yahuwah desires to give are not listed in the scripture there are several 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 gifts that are not even listed but you may have some or all of those you may have some that he hasn't listed but seek those gifts out that it may be a blessing to those around you Hebrews 11 and 16 talked about without faith faith is impossible to please Yahuwah we know that without faith is it, you can't please him because it's a um, fear and doubt and disbelief or unbelief it is a different wavelength it's a different frequency it sets off a whole different aroma in the atmosphere and Yahuwah cannot move that's why Yahushua you saw him saying he would go to this place and he was able to do all these miracles but then he would go to another place and he couldn't it was because of the unbelief in the area, in the town, in the home, wherever it was that he was visiting. And so make sure that you keep your area, your space, your atmosphere charged with anticipation from Yahushua, expectation from Yahushua. You know, we talked about his his thoughts towards you being thoughts of shalom and not of evil to bring you to a, a, a through or a good ending, an expectation expected end what is your own expectation for yourself do you expect to be busted disgusted beat up all the time do you expect it have you learned to expect to be busted up you have to unlearn those things you know this age like I talk about has has taught us to expect that so you have to unlearn it Hallelujah. The last verse that I have is Psalms 51 and 10. Created me a clean heart and renew a right ruach within me. I was looking at those words in the Hebrew and basically what it's saying is carve out in me a heart that is unmixed. And rebuild within me a firm and established ruach a firm and established breath. Let the breath in me be firm. Let it be established. Let it be fashioned to the will of Yahuwah. Let my Ruach be fashioned to the will of Yahuwah. I pray this has been a blessing to you. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Sabah Yahuwah, Father, we come before you. We thank you. We give your name our kabod. Thank you for your Ruach HaKodesh visiting us in this session. We thank and love you, Father, for all your many blessings, for the brand new mercies that you've granted us today. We ask that you will forgive us of any sins that we've committed. We ask that you forgive us of the ways that we have acted out in insecurity and low self-esteem in comparing ourselves to our own idea and ideology of ourselves. Please forgive us all and help us to break out of the box that we've placed around ourselves. Oh, Father, we ask that you uh, will anoint each and every one listening to this session on this podcast. We pray that you will break open the ears that have been stopped up, not allowing themselves to hear the challenge of doing something new, the challenge of being the whole of them. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We ask that your anointing will break every yoke, destroy every chain away from their mind. We honor you. We give your name all kabod in the name of Yahushua Mashiach. Hallelujah. 
praise Yahuwah for joining me another time for this podcast. We are here looking to restore Yahusha's daughters back to him. We are here trying to pave the way that you may be able to follow us out. Hallelujah. Follow us out of the box. Follow us to the wholeness of ourselves. Hallelujah. I do want to just call your attention to the Akodi Project. Hallelujah.com. We, um, we have various different platforms on the project. Of course, you know my sister Tafila with Yom Talk. You also may, you may or may not be familiar with my sister Shaka. She actually, she's a writer. She's a writer of worship music. She loves to worship Yahuwah. She has an awesome gift for worshiping. And so she's taking her listeners on a journey and teaching them how to write, teaching them how to connect with Yahushua in song. We also have another sister by the name of Sahara who takes us on her journey of worship as well on Wednesday. So she posts her new worship songs and worship prompts on Wednesday on YouTube. But you can find her on the website. It's actually under construction right now. So I'm not sure if she has her page up, but keep checking. And we also have another sister, my sister Hana who will be coming forth with her blog. So I pray that you know you will take some time to check the website out and look over all the pages that we're adding uh, along with any merchandise that we may have available for you to purchase. And um, yeah, praise Yahuwah. I hope you enjoy the website. Um, I also want to thank my supporters who helped me on this journey, who are uh, investing in just helping me to keep putting out this content because it is my desire this is my meat this is my job this is my meat and i i love to do it and so i'm thankful for those of you who are supporting me in your prayers and monetarily however you're able to help me i am so grateful i pray that you who blesses you 100 fold i pronounce that blessing over you now and i give yahuwah all praise and honor and thanks for you Until next week, I'm going to say Talitha Kumi, come forth, come up out of that box, and come forth boldly. Hallelujah.